0: Oh, Seattle, known for its coffee and it, uh, a few other things. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page thingy. This, you know, I know that's not everybody's cup of tea, but this is the way we're moving. So you can watch the radio show. The podcast is available for free on the free autopsy app. It don't cost nothing. I'm going to get that sound effect. I'm going to get it in here. I'm going to do it. Keep saying I'm going to do it and I keep forgetting. Well, Seattle's so woke now the criminals think that they run the justice system. There was a delicious bit of karma in court on Thursday listening to an accused bad guy who was sort of pleading with the judge why why can't i get the easy on criminals treatment that the other bad guys have gotten now what was this little miscreant arrested for you might be asking so here's the deal they were following asian americans to their homes six black men following asian americans to their homes then one would run up glock out it was actually a glock 17 His Glock would be out and he'd have his gun on him and then his partner would run up behind him and tase him. Now there's a few things wrong with this. First things first. With somebody coming up on you with a taser, your very best bet uh, if you're about to be robbed is to uh, get behind something hard because the taser darts aren't going to mess with that. But in the video I saw, they just walked up and just popped this guy. And that's where problem number two comes. I've had open heart surgery. I don't know what being tased does to my heart. Maybe nothing, probably nothing. But if I get tased and I come up, I'm going to guns. As soon as I shake that off, I am going to guns because that to me is a deadly attack and for everybody out there oh bill listen this is a non. no 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 lethality has varying grades okay it has varying levels and it's going to apply to how people live so they were just rolling up on somebody and popping them with a taser and then you know robbing them now right now they're getting out there and they're deciding to call this a hate crime which first of all There's no such thing as a hate crime. That's like a gun violence crime or a knife violence crime or a a mailbox violence crime. There's no such thing as a hate crime. And because they don't know what it is, that sort of tells me that, you know, when you're law enforcement, you don't know what it is. That sort of tells me it probably doesn't really exist. It's probably so vague. It's just not, let's let's just move on. But chief Adrian Diaz told, uh, he can't tell reporters if they consider this to be a hate crime even though all 14 of these home invasion robberies have been black men attacking Asian people. And now they're calling it a hate crime, but then they're like, we don't know why the Asian community was targeted. But then the King County Prosecutor Spokesperson, Casey McNerthony, told KOMO News, State law is very clear about what we need to be able to prove a hate crime beyond a reasonable doubt. These guys are on their game, aren't they? He said they're going to have to take into consideration what the men had in their minds at the time of the attacks on all Asian people. So the basis of hate crime is once again disproven. All crimes against people are hateful. There's nothing compassionate about rolling up on somebody and tasing them. Okay? Okay? When people get tased, they fall hard. They fall really hard. But, you know. Now. I'm sure that what I'm, you know, what I. What I just said. Is going to bite me at one point. This will be used against me by the wokester overlords in the struggle session. I'll be forced to attend by the only people allowed to possess guns anymore. No, that's not really going to happen. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not afraid of the soy boys in charge of things, nor should you be. KOMO News listed the names of the five guys and the charges so far filed against them. The name of the teen involved in stalking, attacking, and tasing a mostly older Asian people was withheld because he's a misunderstood and confused Ute who has no idea that he's part of a gang of thieves or something. He's not confused. He's a predator. Okay? This is not a black thing either. Don't make this a black thing. This is a gang thing and there are more hispanic gang members and there are black gang members in the united states. so when you start looking at all these labels, just remember one thing. this is not indem this is not, you know, indicative of race. this has this hasn't got a racial component. except they probably live in the same community and know each other and they stick together, right? and these guys are charged with unlawful possession of a firearm or Two counts of unlawful possession of a firearm or three counts of unlawful possession of a firearm or unlawful possession of a firearm. The 16-year-old charged with three counts of robbery, three counts of burglary, and a single theft charge. And he's being held in juvenile detention. Now, here's the thing about this. Crime in Seattle exploded since everybody took a knee to Black Lives Matter. And then the woke politicians listen to the Marxist, and they cut the racist cops out and they allow the predatory criminals to be set free on the streets to predate upon whoever they see. And right now the Asians are easy because most of them just walk around alone. But here's what the 16-year-old suspect, here's his discussion with the, uh, with the judge. Young child criminal thug, I can't get house arrest Moving his hands around. You let people get out. You let people get out, judge. I'm not letting you out. A choose child criminal thug. Why not, judge? Why not? Maybe you should ask your attorney. I can't get house arrest. Now, this is actually pretty good. Police work. the way they tracked these guys down. They amassed cell phone data and found that six phone numbers were at two or more of the crimes. And then they crossed that intelligence with existing crime records and found their six perps. So they didn't actually catch them in the act. They actually did good police work. And they're charged with a variety of crimes, including possession of 14 handguns. And they're taking those and they're cross-referencing those with a bunch of other robberies, shootings, and guard-variety crimes. They also had some phony green cards, passports, and other official documents. Seattle is a criminal's world... And the only thing that would make it a better leftist utopia would be if they had no power. If, 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 if they could just get their carbon footprint right, all would be right in the world. I, I haven't heard them, you know, I, I, I know the leftists want my power and they want my car and my microwave and my clothes washing machine and my dogs. But I haven't heard anybody say, say anything about taking coffee away from us. I know that's stupid. That's a stupid thing to point out, but at the same time, Why haven't I heard about that? Why haven't I heard about the evils of coffee? Because there has to be some. Because I didn't know there was any evils in my dog. Or my heater or my microwave. I just thought they were just utensils I used from time to time. Episodically, as you would say. Hmm. (laughs) So... Seattle if they were just finish it off I mean probably these juvenile delinquents and these these young criminals they'd move out they don't want to live in that kind of stuff they want their MTV that was a phrase we used kids I want my MTV something back in the 80s prior to prior to your existence when we really existed when we did eye contact when we could write in cursive drive a straight drive car we knew what a rotary phone was too This is why I don't listen to my playback, by the way, because sometimes I, I go off on these tangents and I look at the, the intricate web that I have woven and I'm like, what have I done? What was I doing there? But ever since I knew that this show was going to go live in March, I've been trying to bring this guy to you. And coming up next, I'll be bringing this guy to you. Haven't had him on, I think last time I had him on here, I had him on Bobby Mack's show. Joining us next, the Motown madman. That is Ted Nugent. This is Lock and Load. Or excuse me, this is Straight Talk with Bill Frady. And this is News Talk 98.9 WORD. You can tell with that thrashing guitar lick that somebody that knows what they're doing has a hold of that, and that somebody is joining us now. I'm not really sure where he is today, but it's always good to have him with me. Joining us once again is the Nuge, Uncle Ted, Ted Nugent. Good morning, sir.
1: Well, good morning. Thanks for having me on, Bill. A glorious, glorious hallelujah. Happy October to you and everyone listening on your spirit of the wild airwaves. Thanks for sharing them, man. Yes, sir. Uh,
0: We got Hunt 2023 coming up.
1: Yeah, You think? Uh, I just wrapped up the greatest tour of my life. I mean, I think God loves me a little more, a little extra. I just had the greatest tour of my life. The music has a life of its own. The music lovers, just nobody's feet touch the ground. Jason Hartless from Detroit on drums again and Johnny big from texas i mean james brown wishes we were his band uh and now the hunting season is unleashing and i've already got some unsuspecting herbivores uh rendered into family sized portions so i'm a happy happy son of a bitch in spite of the world around us bill
0: well that that, that's that's a chore to do nowadays are you still carrying your 10 millimeter
1: i never carry a 10 millimeter that'd be like carrying a bullet in 10 yeah i carried a couple 10 millimeters i i love the round it's very efficient i train with it i i qualify every well i qualify every other day but i qualify every year as a sheriff in uh, lake county michigan for the last 39 years so yeah i love my uh, glock i love them all but i carry a 10 millimeter
0: now i've been doing a lot of work with veterans and i mean i'm new to this i I am a veteran but i've been trying to reach out to them now you've been doing this for years what do you do during hunting season with veterans
1: well bill if i sound like i have a terminal effervescent masculinity (laughs) which which, which is what i which is what i've got right um in terminal ballistic coefficient i have been blessed and privileged and honored and humbled and inspired Because uh, military heroes have reached out to me since the 1960s during the tragic Vietnam uh, scam, uh, the military-industrial-congressional complex being the laird of the devil. Um, And they've reached out to me because they've heard my interviews over the years that I I don't just stand up for the constitutionally guaranteed God-given individual rights. I promote them vociferously. And I salute you for doing so, because that's why they drag their buddies off the battlefield and put them in body bags and flag-draped coffins for our freedoms. And they have heard me pound that home for the last 60 years, Bill, and so they've always reached out to me. But you're right. During the hunting season, there is an irrefutable, unless you're a Joe Biden gangster, um, that the healing powers of nature are the ultimate spirit recharging time of year during the hunting season when you're in the great outdoors participating in god's miraculous creation balancing the herds and bringing forth the ultimate diet and protein and balance of wildlife habitat um the the ugliness of war and the horrors of corruption and criminality by our government it, they bill those horrors vanish and these military heroes The Delta Force, Special Ops, uh, Navy SEALs, Green Berets, Army Rangers. um, These guys reach out to me. Marcus Luttrell calls me every once in a while. Mark Geist from Benghazi and I are dear blood brothers. But what happens around a a spirit of the wild campfire during the hunting season thoroughly and completely, definitively cleanses the soul. So not just for those heroes that are trying to get the ugliness of the, the, the treason of their government liars um, out of their mind. But it's good for everybody, especially guitar players with flames coming out of my ass every night on stage. I need to shut up. By the way, Bill, I actually shut up in the tree stand. It's so beautiful. Um, so yeah, the military, they need their souls cleansed, and they need to be reminded that freedom is not free and that we know that and that we thank them for it. We thank them around a campfire. So anytime a person can reach out to the military heroes and law enforcement and the first responders my campfires bill it's it's I'm pretty good at describing stuff but I'm helpless to adequately describe the upbeat positive spirit and energy the laughter the the thorough soul cleansing that takes place around a uh, Ted Nugent campfire and it does because of those heroes that reach out to me
0: yeah I've I, I... I don't remember which TV show you were on. You, you had your own reality TV show, and it was at your ranch, and you had some veterans there. And, I mean, the thing about veterans, veterans are used to being in a group setting with their platoon, their squad, their their, their unit. So getting them out there and getting there with some other like-minded people and being hosted by you, that's going to be a good time. You're, gonna, you're doing more than teaching them how to hunt or feed them or something. You're, doing, you're giving them a little mental health hygiene. That's, that's cleaning some stuff up for them.
1: Yeah, but, but, and that's all, you're right on the money. I mean, it's so obvious if you, if you are a critical thinker and you really examine the human psyche and the human spirit. But you know who really benefits from it? Me. When, when I And I don't do it so that I get benefited. I want to give. All I want to do is give. But every time I wrap up a hunt, I do it every weekend. I, I have sunrise safaris, and we book hunts every weekend here in the swamps of Michigan and on, in, on my ranch in Texas uh, later in the winter. And when I leave these campfires with these military heroes and their families, and, again, the first responders, the good law enforcement guys. By the way, you know who the good law enforcement guys are? The ones that obey and adhere to their U.S. constitutional oath. The other ones are not good. But I I share campfires with the best of the best. If people go to tednugent.com, they can see what we do. And uh, I'm telling you, I I come up with you. Have you noticed that I'm supremely cocky, Bill? Have you noticed that I've got it down to a martial arts cockiness? I've always thought it, you were the
0: grandmaster.
1: Yes, the, gra- the grand the grandmaster of like, cockiness.
0: Like 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 like, like, reason- like the blind guy, the blind master in Kung Fu with the Master Poe with the staff and everything. He was like the grandmaster. He didn't even need to be able to see.
1: Yes, I can catch flies with my nail clippers. Anyhow, (laughs) the the reason that I'm so buoyant and so positive and so cocksure that I'm on a true North Compass setting is because the ultimate human beings remind me every day. I just I just made a call, Bill, to a sheriff deputy in Washington state who fell from an overpass when Kamala Harris brought her scam to the feces and needles capital of Washington. Mm. And he was—he almost died. He's still in intensive care. And I reached out. To, their family contacted me, Bill. I, I must be an okay human being because terminally ill children's families reach out to me. Terminally ill warriors of the military and law enforcement reach out to me. 9-11 survivors reach out to me. And they just want me to call... And talk to them, Bill. Bill, you're a smart guy. I dare you to describe why I would deserve that. But I do. You're so inspirational,
0: Ted. You're just inspirational. You inspire. And listen, we're coming up on a break, and I want to ask you a favor. I want you to hold on through the break because I want you to pep talk my listeners as only you can. Can you do that?
1: My pleasure. My honor.
0: The podcast is called The Nightly Nuge. Ted Nugent, Keith, Mark. This is where he rips the, the fiction off of the fact. Go check that out. Uncle Ted is in the house. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. That can be rhetorical or literal. It's up to them how that works out. Joining me again is Uncle Ted, Ted Nugent. Now, normally, you know, you you have this penchant for being able to rouse a crowd. And I was just kind of wondering if I might be able to get you to just let that gush forth in the typical Nuge fashion and uh, get buoy the spirits of, of my listeners if you'd be so kind, sir.
1: Well, Bill, you do a fine job. I salute you for that because you and I uh, genuflect at the altar of truth, logic, and common sense, which is what the Nugent family does, my band, my crew, my entire team, the great Linda Peterson and Doug Banker, and Shemaine and I produce our Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild TV show. We don't actually produce it. We just push the record button, but we capture the essence of God's miracle and how we have a responsibility to participate and balance the herds and utilize this precious renewable pantry every year to keep the air soil and water cleansing habitat productive boy what a mouthful huh bill anyhow i'm impressed
0: but i've always been impressed that's why i asked you to do it
1: well my point is is that i got this stream of consciousness thing going i've been clean and sober for 75 years um and i respect i was i was forced that's called parenting i was forced disciplined to be accountable and to uh be cognizant of my actions so that I didn't hurt other people's life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness while I pursue my own individual life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. But the people that you surround yourself with, Bill, I mean, it's called straight talk because you and I cannot be Um The point is uh, that that what I live <laughs> and what you see on our Spirit of the Wild show, it's on the Pursuit Channel, 33 years later. The Re- reason I keep representing our Spirit of the Wild TV show is because the enemies of freedom, the enemies of God, the enemies of life, living, and pursuit of happiness are the Joe Biden gangsters, the, the Hillary Clinton gangsters, the uh, New World Order gangsters, the Big Pharma, the CDC, the FDA, the USDA, the, the my God, I could go on. All the bureaucracies have now turned against we the people, so I have been unafraid since I became aware of the indecency of our government and the media when they attacked me for carrying a gun and eating venison. Well, everybody knows that carrying a gun and eating venison are the two most perfect things a person can do. I mean, literally defending our precious gift of life with, with the right to keep and bear arms and harvesting the surplus to make room for next year's wildlife production, the greatest diet in the world. I mean, I was, I was shocked, aghast, that people would attack me in the rock and roll media for doing perfect things. And hunting and, and, and self-defense, they're perfect. So you have a gang that owns the biggest megaphone, government, big tech, the media, Hollywood. Uh, they're, they're all against individuality, rugged individualism, uh, self-sufficiency, entrepreneurship. And I have always fought against that. So everyone listening, if you're listening to Bill Frady, you're already nodding your head that, hello, duh. But we have to, we have to go beyond acknowledging <laughs> truth, logic, and common sense. We have to ram it home. No more Mr. Sweet Guy, Mr. Conservative Republican handshaker Mitt Romney. That is the curse of the American dream we the people have got to demand accountability how many people listening right now bill have called their mayor their chief of police their state trooper commander and their sheriff their senator their their congressman and their governor how many of them have never called them and that's the bending over self-inflicted cultural suicide that allowed this devil freak who i don't even think is joe biden but whatever you want to call him He's a devil freak and he is destroying America and I'm sure you have elaborated how our government is destroying America. So if you're not standing up, then let me put it in your terms. Bah. Bah. How embarrassing. That we've let it get in this bad. But I've been called a, a hellraiser, an extremist, and a radical, <laughs> Bill, because I'm a hellraiser, an extremist, and a radical. <laughs> I, I dare to experiment in self-government. If you're not standing up for that, shame on you.
0: I would have to agree with everything you just said, without a doubt, unequivocally.
1: It's so obvious. Yeah. Who, who, who possibly maybe somebody's masks. Flipped up over their eyes and their ears and their how how stupid do you have to be to think that you have to take a forced experimental shot or you lose your life? How stupid do you have to be to wear a mask on your bicycle in the park? <laughs> we have become the planet of the apes the rodents. We are the planet of the rodents if you're that stupid.
0: Well, they're definitely risk averse, aren't they? They 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 are looking for something that doesn't exist. They're looking for a security that does not exist.
1: We have intellectual, spiritual um, security within, and that's you know comfortably numb. Everybody is actually uncomfortably dumb. Tell me, you know that. Yep. So I've been clean and sober my whole life because I thank God for the precious gift of life. I don't piss on it. Because when you're comfortably numb and you're pursuing high and, and, and becoming a liability, when you're high and drunk, you have chosen to be a liability. And your family would like to thank you for that. Because if they need you, you won't be there for them.
0: Yep. You I mean, you have this, failed in that ultimate have, obligation, you haven't you?
1: Last Didn't I do it last time I was on? I dare anybody to debate me on any of these things.
0: Yeah, every time. I mean, I I think this is probably the got to be going on the 20th time you've been on a radio show that I've been the host of. And even in the video, you do that. You always challenge everybody to come and debate you. Uh, How many takers do you have to that?
1: They can't Pierce Morgan tried it, and I'm still scraping his skull tissue out of, the you of nice it. You were
0: very nice to Pierce. Nice. You Never were very nice, nice to him..
1: You were very nice to him.
0: Yeah <laughs> I mean you 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 maintain Pierce you know he seems sort of conservative on everything but guns and then he sort of loses it yeah.
1: Yeah. and yeah, I saw well, I, I saw
0: that interview and I just saw I just saw you sitting there just measuring that temper out. I mean it was it was pretty good. Uh, I'm being asked, do you have a venison recipe out there? You got a recipe book for cooking venison, Uncle Ted's recipes? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, again, I'm, I'm 75 years clean and sober because I fuel my sacred gift of life with the rocket fuel from God's renewable pantry. It's called venison. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who <laughs> trusts? the? Does, do you know anybody that trusts the CDC, the FDA, or the USDA? Do you know anybody that's stupid?
0: Nope, not anymore. Nope.
1: Well, the, I'm does.
0: sure that I'm sure there's some that are, but I don't know them. Thank, thank
1: Well, me. anybody that's that stupid, stop being that stupid. That's a good idea. Anyhow, hunting, fishing, and trapping is the ultimate positive environmentalism. And my here's my recipe for the greatest diet in the world: kill deer, start fire, have a nice meal. Um, you can't go wrong if you kill them cleanly. I use a Matthews forty-six pound bow, and I've got fourteen deer hanging already this year. Uh, Shemaine is out literally right now on the tarmac. She does a, a, a Real America's Voice, Faith and Freedom. People should look up Real America's Voice. I do a Spirit Campfire, and she does a Faith and Freedom podcast. Real America's Voice. And when Mrs. Nugent went from being the city girl in Detroit, she was Miss Physical of 1969. Uh, I, I had to recruit her, um, and and she she promotes the healthiest lifestyle. She has a new book called Killer House, Bill. Killer House, you can get it at Amazon. Killer House by Shemaine Nugent about the chemical warfare levied against We the People by Mansanto, the CDC, the FDA, and the USDA. And everything at the store is poison. Case closed. My point is we have a book called Kill It and Grill It. But <laughs> if you – you know, one guy said, I can't believe you eat squirrel. Well, my squirrels never eat their own feces. All of your chicken does. All chicken in every store in America eats their own feces, and you're going to have a problem with the squirrel that I eat that only eats nuts, buds, and berries? <laughs> it's just that, That's a Joe Biden fan. That's Michael Moore speaking, I think. Maybe Whoopi Cushion Goldberg. I don't know. Who can but do? My point is, is that hunting, this is a magic time of year. Anybody listening to us, Bill, that hasn't tried it, do it. Go to your local sporting goods store, make a friend, and discover the spirit of the wild. It will cleanse your soul and your body because venison is the only healthy food left out there. Now, there's some there's some grass-fed beef producers. I have a big salute to them. And what they call free-range chicken is not... The only free-range chicken is my pheasant. There is There is no free-range chicken.
0: <laughs> Uncle Ted... Once again, you never fail to uplift me. And that makes, I, 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 I could use it a little more often than I get it, but I'm, I'm always happy to have you on. Thank Miss Peterson for me. My regards to Mrs. Nugent and Toby and everybody that follows you. The Nuge Nightly, his podcast, go check that out. Thank you, Uncle Ted.
1: Thank you, Bill. Happy October, and uh, let's keep fighting for uh, this great Donald Trump. That's the only hope to make America, America again. God bless you, man.
0: Roger that. Thank you, sir. Jamal Bowman. Did he make a mistake, or is he just stupid? Should he get expelled? I don't know. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. a conversation with uncle ted is always like a really good revival for me we will try to get him again i've been trying to get him since march i should have started trying to get him well i didn't know it was going to happen in march though (laughs) gs plumbing talk line is one 800 90509 the common sense retirement planning text line is 71307 streaming live on the word facebook page and, uh, of course, podcasts are available on the free Odyssey app. Don't cost nothing. Representative Javal Bowman. He's one of the members of the squad, one of the male members of the squad. I, You know, I don't know how I would feel about that if I were him. Um, he decided to create a distraction so vote would not be taken. See, The Democrats needed the government to shut down, although I wanted the government to shut down too, but they wanted it for a different reason because this was going to be a campaign point. But we get this from the RNC research page or the account of the app formerly known as Twitter. Here is Democrat Representative Jamal Bowman of New York pulling the fire alarm so Democrats won't have to vote. Democrats will do anything to shut down the government. There he is. And the story he's telling, and I'm not making this up, the story he's telling is that he thought it was a door opener. Uh, I'm almost certain that it is probably painted red and white, and it says fire on it, and it has a pull down that you have to lift the lid and pull it down. So, you know, it's not like those pressure switches you find at the hospitals that open the big doors. Although, why don't they have those at the the Capitol? Anyway, we get this from, uh, and listen, I would not want to be this particular female doing it. Bowman spokesperson, Emma Simon, told Axios in a statement he did not realize he would trigger a building alarm as he was rushing to make an urgent vote. And he later told reporters he thought the alarm would open the door because the door that's usually open wasn't open. That's plausible, right? Yeah, that could happen. It's actually kind of an insurrection-y thing to do, isn't it? Right? Because that's what they accused the J6 people of doing, of obstructing the business of Congress. Now, what we got out of this was a stopgap measure designed to keep the federal government funded and avoid a shutdown. Because the optics of a government shutdown had become so misaligned with reality that uh, you know everybody you know the, the republicans say we're not going to do anything unless you come to the table with some spending cuts and then they don't get any and they come to the table anyway they need to be like tuberville time you know the senator from the senator that's holding up all the promotions although he wasn't really holding them up he was symbolically saying i won't go along with this and then schumer trying to have a talking point just allowed that to happen, so he could say, "Well, he was obstructing the promotion of all of these very important, high-ranking generals," and that 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 had an effect on national security. No, it didn't. So, the Republicans put forward a seventy-page resolution, and the Democrats decided to do everything they could to stop the proceedings. And there was a lot of there was a lot of drama before the final vote was called, and. Continuing resolutions are not the way to run the government, but they have been used for years it's, it''s a it's a lazy way to go about it i I do not understand how somebody can get out there and get out on a campaign and get tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people to vote for them and then they, they're so good at that and then they get in there and they cannot for the life of them do anything of any substance except a continuing resolution i I just don't it just I, I just don't get it. I had fun with this. I had fun with this. Uh, So, uh, listen, I'll be back in about 22 hours. You are listening to News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.